Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. And it is time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, it is great to be back here with you again. Again, my name is Angie and I am an above knee amputee and I have had an amazing last week of life. It has been incredible. I've been great, grateful and blessed and it's just been an amazing last week. And I just, I thought I would share a little bit with you and titling this podcast, Try. Because you know what, really in things that we go through in life, 99% of what we get through, we can do just by trying, giving our best effort, right? A lot of times it just becomes um, being inspired, being able to push forward, overcoming some obstacles, whether they're mental or physical, but just trying can be more than half the battle. And sometimes we need to, um, I always tell my own self, you know, suck it up, buttercup, um, because you know what, it's life is just way too short. You're not promised tomorrow. And I think it's kind of apropos that I am actually recording this in the evening um, before I post this as I'm sitting here and I usually don't normally, um, bright daylight coming in. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can tell it's a little bit darker and I am more in my Southwest garb because I got to go and visit my horses today. And so I'm smelling a little like horse, feeling a little cowgirlish and thought, you know what? I want to talk to you a little bit about trying. So this past week I had a big birthday and I have been on a journey um, since my amputation to always do more, to, to better myself, to reach higher goals. And you can go back into some of my episodes and we talk about goal setting and why those are important and your mindset and your attitude and, and everything. But when it comes down to it, all you need to do is try. And you don't try for anybody but yourself. When it comes down to it, if you aren't happy with where you're at, you have to need, you have to ask yourself, have I tried? Am I trying to reach that goal? Am I trying to set goals? Am I trying to do a little bit more each day, even when it's hard? And, and I get it. It's hard. Life is hard. I don't know what you're going through. I can only speak to what I'm going through. And yeah, there are battles within me every day. Um, every day I wake up, I have to put my leg on. Some days I have blisters. I don't want to put it on and I still do. I know I can't get anywhere location wise without my leg. Um, because I'm still nursing up. I think a cracked rib and a shoulder issue. Crutches are not my friend right now. But I need to try. I, I, Of course, when I try, I take on the whole world as a mom of two teenage boys and a wife. You know, of course, I'm giving my best effort for my family because I can't be the best for them 
if I'm not giving my best or at least trying to. But I also try for my own sanity, for my own mental health, for my own physical health. I need to get out and try things. I have to overcome fears, overcome doubt, and just do what I need to do. So let me take you back a little bit. On the journey that I've been on in 2021, I have decided to create a team for Range of Motion Project Global, which is a company that brings prosthetics and prosthetists to underprivileged places. Um, they have a few countries they work with. Um, they've done an amazing job. They, they, they get parts from other prosthetists to bring. And they use people like me and able bodies, um, not amputees, to climb, to hike, to move. Mobility is their key to raise awareness uh, about the freedom of mobility, but also to raise funds. And the reason I've really loved working with them is one, I obviously I'm in that boat. Like I know how hard, even in the world I live in, how hard it is to convince an insurance company that I need and deserve the best leg there is. Um, but there are a lot of people that don't even have that opportunity. So if I fought for it, imagine places that don't have good insurance or insurance at all. For those that don't even have a place that can create a prosthesis for them. And that's what this group does. Well, I also love the fact that not only can I raise money to help them and help others feel the independence that I get to feel now with my um, leg on, but I also in the journey get to actually exercise. When I exercise, I post about it. When I post about it, people see my mobility. When people see my mobility, then I can really preach to that, that belonging and need for the freedom of mobility because it has made a difference in my life. Like I elected to amputate, but I didn't know how hard it would be for me to actually get a prosthesis. And until you've kind of gone through that, <laughs> you really have a hard time appreciating uh, the journey of losing a limb and then having to fight to have mobility. And I'll tell you, putting on my prosthesis in the morning, when it's a great day, I am grateful beyond measure that I have this and that I can move better than I ever did the past several years of knee surgeries. And then there's days that are really hard and I have a hard time putting it on and I have a hard time walking in it and it wears on tears in your heart and your mind and your your game and and you're not feeling your best and and those are those moments where man it's really hard to see this as a gift but that's why we go through those hard times because then when we come to good times we can really live in the good times and really enjoy when things are fitting mwah, perfect and feeling the best they've ever felt so i'm doing this and i have a team of about 14 people and we're called the Rompin' Warriors. And our goal this year was a full goal. Like it was for the year of 2021. We were as a collective group to 
trek 2021 miles any way we wanted you know hiking and biking and swimming walking running you name it however it gets you out and mobile so there was there's no limit it's really just to bring awareness to mobility and the um the the, the um usage of prosthetics and how I think myself and there's one other person on my team that are amputees the rest are a lot of able-bodied friends um my PT my prosthetist himself uh, the other amputee is actually the assistant prosthetist and so I have this whole group and so we are collectively logging miles of whenever we go out and do stuff the other side of that coin is raising $2,021. And so I had, you know, obviously we started this, I think we started late, probably in February. And we've been trying to do that. But of course, you know, any long-term goals, you have your ebb and your flow. Like there's the valleys where it's kind of dry and you're just, you're not doing the, the motions and you're not fundraising like you'd want to. It's kind of hard to keep up a high fun loving, fundraising level. So I decided to kick it into high gear because we were getting there, but I was probably about seven or $800 shy um, at the beginning of October. And I decided to use October and my birth month and the big one, the big birthday I had this year, the big 5-0. Um, I always said that 50s were going to be my 40s reimagined because my 40s were horrible with all my surgeries. So I'm just just a number, baby, 50 loving it everything's great but I thought let's use this for some momentum building and so you know how you can get on social media and you can say hey we're doing a fundraiser for my birthday you know if you could help me with this group well I put it up for romp and last Friday was my birthday and by by Friday morning I was only $150 shy and wham we hit it so I am beyond grateful to all of you that follow and listen and watch what I'm doing and you donated. Thank you so much. And if you still want to donate, you can go to my website, you can go to my social media and it's in my, my bio and it's the Rompin' Warriors. So if you want to still give, we will take more than that. I would love to be one of the top fundraisers in the group to bring more money in. And uh, the competitive nature in me says, I don't want to just end at $2,021 or $2,025. I'd love to hit like 3000 if we could. So anyways, that was a first, a major highlight. Um, I had a, my brother come in to visit. He came in on Thursday. And so that was a huge kickstart to my birthday weekend. I haven't seen him out here and he got to stay in our new home. And then Friday with my birthday and hitting the goal. It was awesome. Saturday, we had a big party. It was an unbelievable time with friends and family and then my brother told me before he came out he's like I have one thing I want to do before we leave on Monday and one thing only and that is to hike the Granite Mountain Hot Shots Memorial Hike so for those of you that don't know what that is because you're not in our neck of the woods back in 2013 the Yarnell Hill Fire took 19 of our hot shots and it was the worst loss of firefighters in u.s history besides 9-11 and they created a memorial hike that starts down by the highway and it ramps up and you are doing switchbacks 
all the way up through rock and everything and granite, two and a half miles to the lookout. Now, two and a half miles doesn't seem far, but the elevation change in the two and a half miles was 1,900 feet. So it was my largest increase in elevation during a hike, and it was intense. Um, it was really windy. There was gusts of wind that really kind of distracted me. You're walking at times on an edge of a cliff where the <laughs> going up, you're looking over your left or your right, depending on what side of the switchback you're on. And, and it's some small, very prickly shrubs and a lot of rock. And you, you don't, there's no soft rolling or you know, a fall and pick yourself up. Sometimes you're on a narrow, narrow path. There was one path that I couldn't even get through two boulders. Uh, my backpack got stuck. It was so tight. And when you're um, an amputee, you kind of have a wider gait for balance. And I was using my sticks, um, my hiking sticks for, an, you know, another point of contact. And it was awesome. And it was awe-inspiring. And it was emotional. And it was incredible and memorializing and everything and every so often there would be a plaque on one of the boulders you'd be passing and there might be crosses and flags u.s flags and arizona flags and firefighting flags and patches from other hot shots from around the country and there would be a little like biography of the firefighter that lost his life uh, maybe something about their past, when they were born, how old they were, when they perished. And it was um, it was emotional. Um, so it was really nice to be able to do this because I, just over a year ago, I went with this brother's son and we were heading from Prescott to the airport to drop him off, but he wanted to see the memorial. And so we didn't go prepared to hike as we were heading out. And we went up to the very first, all we were going to do is hit the very first memorial rock. And it was with the superintendent, Eric Marsh. And we we got there and that was, that was crazy intense for not being prepared to hike and not being in my hiking gear and boots, my backpack, things like that. It was an intense hike just to get to his first memorial. And... I knew we couldn't do the rest. We didn't have the time. And it was also August. So for those of you that know Arizona in August, it was 100 plus degrees. It was it was incredibly hard. When we got back down, I said, someday I'm going to hike to the top. And so when my brother came in and said, that's the one thing I'm going to do, I'm not the kind of person that says, well, I'll, we'll get you there. Have fun. I'm not ready. I just said, okay, this is it. We're doing it. <laughs> Nobody else has a choice. So my husband, he was on board. My sister-in-law was on board. My kids couldn't make it because they had prior engagements. And um, we got, you know, several gallons of water. Each person had their water and we had snacks, granola bars, things like that. And we did the hike. And uh, I will tell you, it is extremely rewarding when you finally hit your goal because that was a goal I set not this past August, the August before. And so to be able to say I did it, especially after the summer I have had 
with my socket not fitting and moving and being kind of in pain from the move. It was really hard on my body physically and just not recuperating well and then trying to get into socket that wasn't fitting right and struggling with that. And uh, it was just, it's been several months of just not feeling at my best. So to be able to, to do it, and like I said, try, right? At any given time, if I felt like it, I could have stopped, turned around, and come back down. But I tried. And you can do little mini goals amongst your big goals. Like, you know what? I'm at I'm at the 14th firefighter. I need to get, you know, get me to 16. Let me get two more. Well, I'm at 16. You know what? This spot's not that bad. I bet I can get to 17. Then we 18. You know what? We're there. Like, we're at 19, and then it's just a really nice ridge walk with some incline to the final lookout point and you know that's just that's just trying that's giving my best effort to reach a goal that I really wanted to reach why do I do it one I'm stubborn I am so so stubborn two I don't ever want to let myself down so I want to do it and three when I elected to do an amputation this was going to be for the rest of my life we're still young enough. My husband's still working, but when he retires, we want to be able to do stuff. I don't want to hold him back from living his best retired life. And I need to learn to kick it up a notch and be ready for anything. We ski together, we hike together. You know, there's nothing that's going to stop me. Why? Because I try and I can see where I'm at. And then I go, okay, you know what? I couldn't make this so I'm going to give myself a year and then I'm going to hit this goal and I'm going to try and I'm going to try it again. And if I fall or I fail, I will try it again. I won't give up. Yeah, unless it becomes something that's really dangerous, um, then I would, you know, you know, you might want to think about that one. But something like this, a hike is just demanding on your body. So we did two and a half miles up. And it's funny because everybody that saw me going up and they were coming down was like, thank goodness it's so much faster and easier going down. The problem with being an amputee is down is not a good thing. Up is hard on our body because there's a lot of, well, just for like for you guys, you you know, you have to use your glutes and your, your hamstrings, your quads are really burning to go up hills. For an amputee, we work I work with two joints missing four times harder than that because my left leg is so much weaker that when I push through my right leg and my right hip have to really brace myself. So when people kept saying that, and I literally had three people, I think I passed that day out of like maybe 10 that said, yeah, at least coming down's easy. And I'm like, speak for yourself. <laughs> coming down is going to be the worst part and I'll be tired. So I'm not even fresh when I'm going down. I'm I'm exhausted, which then becomes dangerous. So we get to the top, two and a half miles, and I really would love to have gone down to the um, actual site um, where they perished to really pay my respects and honor them. But we didn't start early enough, and we were going to be racing dusk as it was, and there is no way I could have done this in the dark. That would have been a problem. So my husband and I, we turned around and we started hiking it down. And my brother and his wife wanted to hit the memorial and then back up. And he said, and on the way back up, he 
was almost ready to pass out. It was really an intense one mile down, one mile back up to that top, and then the two and a half miles. So we started heading back down, and it was a little bit faster. And of course, as soon as I spoke those words, it got dicey. And then the wind started kicking up in certain corners. And then I was distracted because my hat was trying to blow off. And, you know, I needed to stay focused. Um, I had one fall, which I'm actually impressed. It, it took literally all the way past to the very first um, memorial. It didn't happen until just before it. And so we were almost down. We could see our car. And I'm not kidding when I say, if you're going to start to lean towards the cliff, you will totally overcompensate. And that's what I did. I was actually starting to teeter towards the edge and totally whipped myself back, overcompensated and caught myself off guard and went down hard. So Randy, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I scratched up my brand new socket. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to ruin it. And I I scratched it a little bit up by my hip. So we may have to do a little buffing out. But needless to say, uh, it looked uglier than it felt. I was fine. I didn't even scratch any part of my body. I actually landed right on the hip, which my socket was on. And then we made it down. And I'll tell you what, we did five hours, five miles in five hours. And I was trying to cruise as quickly as I could and as safely as I could. So you can say that's a very long day of hiking to do five hours. But the reward at the end was awesome because I tried and because I succeeded, it was, that's the best kind of tired, the best kind of pooped you can be is after you hit a goal the way we did. And it was something I will ever forever tuck away in my heart that after turning 50, that my husband and my brother and my sister-in-law, we all did that trek. So obviously, you know, I've already made a new goal and that is to get up there early enough so I could go all the way down to the site and back up and see how I handle those next two miles. So we'll see. Um, I'd love to be able to try that. So maybe somebody will be hearing me say that I make it down there. So anyways, that's that's how that, that day went. And um, it, it was just a fantastic, it was a fantastic week from hitting the fundraising goal, enjoying a birthday with friends and family to hiking something as big as that and as um, pulling on the heartstrings because we were here when that fire happened and our church sent out their youth to go help Yarnell get cleaned up and um, get them back on their feet after what happened. And then um, this week already, you know, I'm just, I feel completely, completely blessed. I mean, just my socket is fitting great. I'm in a, a good head space there and, you know, hitting goals and getting through and doing what I want to do in life. And you know, that's when I just decided, you know, I just, I want to just put a message out there to, to try, try to hit some goal that you want something in life. Just try when you put your best foot forward, no pun intended, you just never know where God's going to take you. And you don't know what your body's capable of. 
until you push it just a little bit. And you have to know, right? I'm, I'm not a doctor. So if you are struggling with certain things, of course, you need to listen to um, the professionals that know you and you need to listen to your body. My body was fine. The very end, my hip on my prosthetic side started hurting. So now I, I took yesterday off, uh, no hiking, no nothing like that. I just needed to take a day to rest my body physically. But I got out and hiked another mile today. Um, unfortunately, it was an intense up and down, so it was a short hike, but uh, very gravelly and very steep at points. And so even going up was really tricky. I had to actually crawl up at certain areas because it was so, so steep and so crumbly. So I, I just, I put that out there for you. And, you know, I just, um, I just, wow. I just think that there's so much that we can accomplish if we put our mind to it, if we have the right support system. And, and that is really important. And some of you, I know may not have that, but everybody's got at least one person somewhere in their life that they can say supports them in some way whether it's verbally or physically um, or emotionally, they, everybody's got hopefully that one person in their life that will help them, you know, jump the hurdles that they come to. And, you know, do it for yourself. You owe that to yourself. If you've been struggling medically, if you've been struggling emotionally, do something for yourself. But you won't know until you try what you're capable of doing. Something may look scary and hard, but you know, I've told my kids when you set goals, reaching goals that are really hard to attain is so much more rewarding than either a not setting a goal or setting the goal so low that you didn't really have to work for it. You didn't learn anything about yourself. So the call to action for this week would be to try something new. If you have something that you've been wanting to do, but you've been a little afraid, baby step it too, right? You don't have to do the hike I did as your first hike. If you've never hiked before and you're an amputee, um, I wouldn't suggest it. Like this isn't my first hike, not my first rodeo. You know what I'm saying? So you need to take it in strides. I didn't just decide I was going to do a two and a half mile one way hike. So five miles. I didn't, it just didn't occur to me one day, put on your socket. I just got it. I'm just going to, you know, I may not be able to walk, but I'm going to hike. You, you've got to learn your body and you can do it as my husband always gets nervous. And you know, he's like, this is really tough. I'm not sure. You know what I tell him? And it's really me telling myself, but I like to verbalize it out loud, is if I do it slow enough and with enough focus, I can do it. I can do anything. You know, I may not look awesome as I'm doing it, like a two-legged person. And I may not have the speed that I wished I had like a two-legged person. But I did get out there as an amputee and an above knee amputee and I did five miles. So if I can do that and it was literally baby steps, I mean, I unfortunately only way I get to enjoy the scenery when we're out there and doing something like that is to stop 
get stable and look around. You know, I'm constantly looking straight at the ground, just a couple feet in front of me, making my next move in my head. It's, it's almost like a chess game with my footing because I've, I've got to know what I can and cannot do. And my prosthetic leg isn't going to lift as high over a rock sticking out of the ground as my good leg. So I actually like, it's like literally like a chess game to me. I have to pre-plan my moves and I don't do it until it's like one to two moves ahead. If I step here and then I step here, then I'll be clear to get through that boulder area or whatever. So it's baby steps, right? Take things in slow strides to get your groove. And the next thing you'll know is you'll be doing bigger things, more, longer, faster, uh, better gait, whatever your goal is, right? Whatever your goal is. But you have to try. And that's all I ask for you this week. Try something new. Try something you've been wanting to do. Literally, if you haven't been up and walking because of pain, try walking to your mailbox. You know, uh, that wouldn't work for us because our mailbox is in town because we're in such a small um, city, a little small town that we go to the post office. So for me, that would be like, uh, I think to get to the post office is like three quarters of a mile. So, you know, I do it. But if you've never walked before and your post office is your mailbox, don't do that. Start small. And if you've never really gone out of the house with your prosthetic on and you're afraid to, walk down your block and then walk home. Get used to it. I know that the first time I put on my running blade, I was doing it in the evenings because I didn't want anybody to see me flub up or trip or fall or I've watched my gait when I try to run and I look like a baby deer that just was born. It's it's not a pretty sight and it's that will come with confidence and time. But, you know, I get it. I get being shy. I get not really feeling confident and wanting to be. But the only way you're going to get confidence is to try and to try and to try and to try. Have I fallen on my running blade? Yes. Every time I put it on. Every time I put it on, I could walk two and a half miles in it or run walk. And that last quarter mile is when I will get tired. My brain will start wandering somewhere else and I'll fall. It just, it happens. But I choose to pick myself back up and try it again. Now I will have to take my own medicine on that because I have not been in it lately. But it's because for the last like six months I've been touch and go with how my nerve ending actually since before December before my TMR surgery I've had such bad nerve pain that jumping on my limb did not sound pleasant at all I would be lucky to be walking without pain if I had a day I could walk without pain so jumping in a socket that bounces and you're supposed to leap and run with it I had no desire um I was not, I was not in a good place to be able to do that. So, you know, I will get back into it. I will start posting videos because you need to see how ugly it is. And I need to be as transparent so you can understand that everything I do is not easy. Everything I do is not something that just, I'm lucky and it just happens for me. There is a massive learning curve that you need to know about. 
We all go through it when we're doing something new, something we're not confident in, something that's hard and something that's new and it challenges us. And like I said, it builds character as well. So the call to action for this week is to try. I don't know what it is you need to try, but figure it out. If if this is the time of year, you guys, everyone around the country is trying to cool off. Arizona, like I'm out now, I'm hiking middle of the day and it's 75 degrees. It's awesome. So now I can do things and try. I don't have to worry about heat or heat exhaustion, heat stroke, or running out of water or having to carry a bunch of excess um, things with me because of the heat. Now I can actually go out and do things in the middle of the day because it's just beautiful out. So now is the time to try. And with the holidays coming, it's good to get active because you know you're going to eat the way you shouldn't be eating. So if you can burn off those calories by getting out and being active, then you can, you've earned the cookie or you've earned the, the turkey leg. Okay. But get out and try something. And you know, like I say, reach out to me. Let me know what you decide you're going to try. I would love to hear what your goals are. I'd love to see where you're at. And if you're new at all this, it's okay. Take your time. Baby steps are still steps in the right direction. Have grace with yourself. Have patience with yourself and know that you can do it, but try. And you know what? As always, be healthy, be happy, and be you.